Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. I am profusely sweating. I'm loving that it's like getting warmer. It's summertime, but it was like 34 degrees yesterday, and I, I, I'm not complaining. But I'm also like, is that is that global warming? Like I don't know, because surely that's not normal for it to be 34 degrees. But also like, is global warming is kind of a good thing in that way. I mean, it's a terrible thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm actually I'm taking that back. <laughs> I took it back. I'm not actually saying that global warming is a good thing. <laughs> it's just good because it gets me a good tan. Oh my God, that's fucking terrible and so insensitive. Literally, let's make the earth green again. Okay, I think quite a lot of stuff has happened since the last time I spoke to you. I actually went to Park Life, the festival in Manchester. It was an experience. I honestly feel like they really oversold the tickets. Like, I'm not a very anxious person. Well, I mean, I go through phases. Sometimes I can be quite anxious. But, like, I'm I'm quite good with crowds and stuff. I'm not, like, a, like, really introverted person. I think I'm quite, like, a good mix of both. And I don't really get, like, that bad social anxiety or anything. Like, I've never struggled with crowds is what I'm trying to say. But at Park Life, like, because I... I reckon they oversold the tickets a lot. And I've seen a lot on TikTok about it as well. Like the crowds were just crazy. Like it was just so packed. Everyone was packed in like sardines, like trying to get everywhere. Like everyone was pushing and shoving. There was no space for anyone. And I was actually like, I might have a fucking panic attack. Like this might be my time to finally have a bit of social anxiety. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't have anxiety in that like kind of situation. But also the queues to the bars were so long like it would literally take you like 45 minutes to get a drink that was maybe a little bit dramatic it wouldn't take that long but because of that and like just like to get to the bar and stuff it would take so long because everyone was just traveling in these crowds you would like sober up in between each drink so then you were doing those crowds sober and it was just a lot but saying that I had an amazing time I got to see 50 cent and was it 50 cent no it was 50 cent (laughs) I got to see 50 cent and um that's actually all I saw because then basically that was the Saturday. We all went, we had a, we, I had a, I had a really, really good time regardless. Like I'm just complaining for the fun of it because I love complaining. Um, But we all woke up the next day because it's obviously like a Saturday and Sunday festival. I went with like 15 other people because I went with like a management and we all woke up and someone texted in the group chat being like, is it just me who doesn't want to go today? And I was like, oh my God, like fuck, no one else wanted to go. And I just think it was like the hangover mixed with like the the dread of those crowds getting home at night, like after a festival is so hard because you all have to like walk to the pickup point, which is like fucking 45 minutes away. And then like trying to get Uber is just impossible. I don't know what, I just like festivals are just so intense. Like, I don't know if I've ever gone to a festival been like, that was an amazing experience. I love seeing the music and like the singers and whatever on stage I think that's so amazing but I just like everything else about festivals is not really a bit of me I think it's like so unorganized and hectic that it just stresses me out I've yeah maybe well I'm going to Glastonbury next week which I'm really really excited for because like from what I've heard like growing up Glastonbury is like the like most like the, the best festival I mean everyone always like argues about which of the best festivals I don't even I don't really know what the best festival is because I've not really been to any I went to Park Life and maybe I went to all points east and London but I don't think that really counts but like this is the first like festival I'm going to that you actually stay overnight at and like I've just heard that it's so well organized and like it's just like a different vibe like you know like park life and cream fields and wireless and stuff it's all very much like how do I say this 
<laughs> I think because it's quite like techno based music, it's just quite like, mm, mm, do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I don't know how to say this, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like you would group all those festivals together. Whereas Glastonbury, and, but from what I've heard, is meant to be like literally like spiritual. Okay, maybe they've got the wrong idea here, but like people seem to like really, really love Glastonbury and it's just like an amazing experience all really well organized like it's just meant to be a better time so I'm really really excited to see what I think of it because then maybe I'll change my opinion on festivals so I'll give you an update next week and I'm back from what, Glastonbury who's even playing at Glastonbury Paul McCartney which I just think is really random like I think he's like headlining it Doja Cat but she had to cancel because she vaped too much me Anyway, yeah, we came up from Portlife early. We didn't go to the second day. And I'm actually kind of gutted about it because I missed Tyler, the creator, and Megan, the Sally. And I thought only two people I actually wanted to see. But I just could not have done that second day hungover. I got back and I just like a wave of like a fever hit me. Was that really a wave of a fever? A fever just hit me essentially is what I'm trying to say. And like my head started pounding, my throat started hurting. And I was like, oh my God, I got fucking COVID at Park Life. Cause like, I was like, there were so many people there. Like if it was a COVID breeding ground and then I felt terrible about it. Cause like I've probably given COVID cause I got like a lot of people there watch my videos. Cause it's like 18 year old, like that's my, my main demographic is like 18 year olds from northern England do you know what I mean and like so it's just like everyone there but we, we were all like chatting and like getting photos and stuff and I was like I have been a fucking super spreader I have given everyone I got a photo with COVID um <laughs> but then it turns out I never actually had COVID I did a test I just every time I get sick these days I'm like mm, must be COVID but like I, I'm telling you I have never been that sick in like a long time I, I was like literally dripping with sweat I stayed at a boy's house how fucking humiliating it says I stayed at a boy's house and like I was like hallucinating like god bless him he's looking after me but I woke up in the morning got out of bed and like the mattress was soaking like actually soaked through like that's how much I was sweating like I'm not a big sweater actually sometimes I am like at night time like I like I sometimes like sweat sweat in my sleep like this was extreme and like I was like hallucinating and like I, I was fucked like I was shaking not the best time to be staying in a boy's house, but like I needed to be looked after. Like I hate being sick and on my own. Like it, even like at this boy's house, I was like sitting crying into my pillow because I just wanted my mum to be there. So like if I was on my own, that would have been 10 times worse. I hate being sick on my own. Like I just, I crave my mum whenever I'm sick. I've gotten over the illness now, by the way. But um, I actually like experienced something this week that like I've never really experienced before. I've had like my grandparent die before my my mum's dad he died of like old age he had like dementia and stuff and I had a great granny who was so cute and she died like when she was like 101 but like I've never really had anyone in my life like that I've like been close to pass away quite suddenly and this week I kind of like experienced that for the first time and it was just like a, a really weird like not really weird it was, well it, it was fucking so upsetting because basically like one of my family friends passed away and it was like very sudden and he's just like the nicest man in the entire world and like you you just don't expect that like oh I actually don't even want to speak about that too much because I will cry and I don't want to cry on a fucking podcast but um basically nicest man in in the entire world and like it just like broke me for like the whole week because I was just like thinking about his family the entire time and I was like I'm just well I'm obviously so fucking privileged to have never like experienced death that much in my life and like I think yeah it just really shook me like for the first time to experience it and like made me like realize that like how important family and friends are and like I mean I've literally like 
message my mum and dad every day saying like I love you so much I'm going home to see them tomorrow because like it's just reminded me like how important family and friends are and I want to remind you how important family and friends are so go give your mum and dad a hug because you just never know and oh I hate it but anyway yeah I'm going home tomorrow I'm gonna spend some time with my family and see my family friends and yeah well I hate it um but yeah it was just like a like maybe I'll speak about it more um in like a couple weeks but like it was just like yeah the first time I've ever experienced something like that like obviously if I've known I've known people to die before but it's always been of like old age and stuff and I've just yeah it's just so crazy um losing someone unexpectedly and like it just feels so unfair but I thought today <laughs> this is like a really weird segue to go from that to that um but I basically wanted to like lighten the mood a bit and I wanted to like make myself feel good because I'm also like kind of like dreadfully hungover I went out last night it was like 30 34 degrees or something crazy in London so we all went to my friend's flat and like she had like a paddling pool on her terrace and we just drank all day and like had a barbecue but I sometimes think day drinking is like the silent killer because the whole day like I started drinking at like what three and the whole day I I never was like oh my god I'm so well, actually that's a lie like, I was pretty drunk but like I was never like oh my god I'm paralytic like I'm gonna have such a bad hangover tomorrow it was quite like a slow burner but like at, if you like thinking back on it I probably did have about 25 drinks you know what I mean and because I had started so early I ended up drinking for about nine hours which is probably more than I usually would so I woke up today feeling a little bit tender and I just thought I wanted to lighten the mood. I've had a bit of a shitty week. I want to make myself feel better, chat to you guys. And there's just like nothing that I find more entertaining to talk about than like boys and red flags and green flags and X and shit like that. And um, I think it's so fun. So I asked you guys on my story for like your green flags. Like what do you look for in a boy? And you guys obviously pulled through. So let's get into it. Someone said, vegan king. Okay, so you're saying that you look for like a boy that's like vegan. I I actually think that might be an ick for me, a boy who's actually like vegan. Maybe that's like, I don't know. I don't know why that's an ick. I'm just like being straight up honest with you. Like I, that's honestly like might be an ick for me. However, saying that, I love a boy who's like vegetarian or eats lots of vegan food. I just think like a hardcore strict vegan like me was also shut up why did I just say that? <laughs> like I'm not like a hardcore strict vegan but like I, I think like if a boy was like no I can't eat that it's got milk in it like I wouldn't like that <laughs> like that's my job I'm I'm the one that has to say that like you can't you can't take all the attention away from me I've like I've dated a vegetarian before and it was really really fun because like we wanted to go to the same kind of restaurants and like yeah, I, I just think people that like are, are vegetarian are also a bit more like they want to experiment more with like different flavors and all instead of like someone who's like eats meat. Like, I feel like every boy who eats meat is just like, I want a steak. Like, can we go for a steak? Let's go to a steak house. Whereas like, oh, and I was going out with that vegetarian boy. Like we would go to all these different cuisines and like we were just, I don't know, like food was really fun. I just feel like being vegetarian makes food so much fun. I, I just had this like stereotype in my head that boys who eat meat just like have going to steak places and having steak. I think that's maybe because I grew up with my brother and he was like a big rugby player and he just loves steak. Now the boy I'm seeing is, he has been vegan before, previously in his life, but um, he, he eats meat. I think he has like the most balanced diet I've ever seen. Like I think it's better than my diet because he like, when he's with me, he only eats vegan because like 
everyone who got vegan food in my house like we're hardly gonna go out and like I'm gonna get like a vegan meal and he's gonna get like a big fucking pork chop do you know what I mean I just feel like he just he doesn't really like eating meat in front of me I I could not care less like I have dated boys who will like eat raw meat with their fucking hands in front of me that's not true like I would literally just meant like eating a fucking burger but he, I think he just like I don't know he he obviously really enjoys vegan food so he's just like fuck it and then, like, sometimes if, if like, we're out for dinner, like, with other people and stuff, and, like, we're, we're out for a roast, but not that we've ever been out for a roast. I don't know why I'm using that as an example. I actually went for a roast the other day when I was in Manchester when, instead of going to Park Life. And um, it was actually kind of nice. I haven't had a roast in, like, well, like, we have, like, it's, it's, like, your Christmas dinner roast, I guess it is. But that's, I have a pathetic roast at Christmas dinner, but I haven't had, like, I haven't gone out for a roast in fucking like probably 10 years like I literally I'm not a big roast girl like I personally don't like English food like I don't like potatoes really I don't like pies I fucking hate pies like when my mom used to give us pies when we were younger I used to just like scoop out all the insides like I just love the filling to the pies I hate like the crust uh what else do I okay one thing I do love is Yorkshire puddings but I can't fucking have them because they're not vegan why aren't they vegan? Maybe I should find some vegan Yorkshire puddings. But yeah, I haven't had a roast in ages. And it was it was actually really nice. Like, it's obviously just like vegetables. I got like, the vegan one, which is like vegetables with loads of gravy on it. And then they had this like mushroom wellington, but it obviously had all the pie crust around it. And it was just kind of creeping me out. Also, like, back to the story. Um, Like, if we went out for a roast, he would get like chicken or something. Like, he doesn't really eat pork. But um, I just really like, I think he's got such a balanced diet because he doesn't like restrict himself. Because I, like, I feel like sometimes I can be like, not that I'm restrictive, like I eat tons of food, but sometimes like I just think the mindset of being vegan can be quite restrictive. I I don't know. I, I just really like that he's just like so like easygoing like with what he eats. Like he, if he wants to eat vegan, he'll eat vegan. Like I, I just like that he, he doesn't mind. Like because I've dated boys before, trust me, that only, oh my God, <laughs> that have only eaten like KFC for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It actually fucking turns me. Like, I'm sorry. I think that's the most unattractive thing. Like, a boy who's just like has like only eats like chicken and chips. Like, that is not a bit of me. I have dated many a boys like that. It's not that like I've literally gone out with someone who only ate like chicken and chips and like pie. I just think it's so boring. Like, I remember one time I brought my ex out for, like, a really nice meal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to book, like, one of my favorite restaurants, and we're going to go to this restaurant. Like, I can't wait. You're going to love it. I'm going to pay for it. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. We went, and, like, it's, like, a Japanese restaurant, and I'm actually obsessed with it. Like, I love everything there. And he, this boy goes and somehow manages to order chicken and chips and then just, like, doesn't eat it. And I was like, this is the most disappointing thing. I had to like sit there and like, because it's like meant to be like a little sharing restaurant. Like, I wanted to like share like all the like sushi and gyoza and like salads and all bao buns. But I had to eat it all to myself because all he wanted was chicken and chips. And I was like, this is like not sustainable in this relationship. <laughs> like you need to spice your life up a little bit. So I do, I do, I, I like someone, I like a boy who can really, really appreciate vegan food. Like, I, there's, because there's a lot of boys Maybe I always I had this like stereotype of boys because I went to like a fucking rugby school and like every boy there, if you said like, oh, do you like vegan food? They'd be like, no, that's fucking gross. But I like a boy who can appreciate it, but I maybe I maybe don't want like a, a full on strict vegan boy. I think that might be a bit icky for me. I don't know why. I feel like every boy I've ever seen is like also for some reason obsessed with desserts. Like every boy I don't know what it is like I'm not really dessert kind of guy like I'm much more okay if you had to pick starter a main or main and dessert what are you picking starter a main like obviously who's getting a dessert only a fucking child sorry 
like I I would literally go for drinks with this boy and he would get two scoops of chocolate ice cream and I was like what the fuck is going on I mean literally live your movie like if you like ice cream get ice cream and go out for drinks but like I just feel like every boy is obsessed with dessert. And actually, I feel like the reason I'm so against dessert is because I'm really scared. What can I really have for dessert? Like, there's never really a vegan dessert option. Like, everything usually has, like, butter and milk in it and stuff. Maybe I should make, like, vegan, a, like, being a priority in a boy because, like, then they cannot eat dessert in front of me because I think I think it might be, like, an ick of mine. But I also think it's an ick because I just resent them because I can't eat dessert. And, like, to be honest, I used to love dessert. Like, I used to be definitely a mean and dessert kind of gal. And then now I can't eat dessert. So maybe that's why it's, like, an ick for me that, like, every boy I ever see is obsessed with dessert. Okay, someone said, willing to learn and implement my love languages. This is really interesting you say this because I actually had this conversation the other day. So I keep saying the boy I'm seeing, like, I I'm I keep referring to it without like giving you guys more information, but I actually can't be bothered to give you guys more information because he also listens to my podcast. And like I mentioned him the other day and he did not like it. <laughs> he was like, please don't speak about me in your podcast. I was like, yeah, I won't. I am doing it right now. Anyway, um, <laughs> we um we were having like a conversation about love languages and he was like what is your love language and I was like sitting there like fuck I don't think I have one and we like looked them up but actually let me look them up right now hold on okay so the five types of love languages are words of affirmation which is like encouragement like telling them I love you frequent digital communication tell like just like being like you're so pretty and stuff whatever Quality time. People whose love language is quality time feel the most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and is always going to hang out. Okay, wait, that's me. Anyway, um, acts of service, like giving them gifts, writing them notes, like emptying the dishwasher. Acts of service is like bringing you coffee in the morning, doing the dishes. Do you know what I mean? Just like little things you can do. Gifts, which is like obviously whatever, like leaving them little notes, giving them flowers, etc. And then physical touch, which is like physical touch. <laughs> hugging them kissing them okay physical touch is definitely not mine like I I do I'm not like a, against affection at all I I'm all for affection but I'm just I don't do it that often I wouldn't say like it's my love language and I don't think I like it loads and people touch like the only time I like when people touch me is if they're like tickling my back I don't like a boy like tickling my arm or like giving me like oh actually that's such a lie I do like I like affection, okay? I'm, I'll put my hands up, but it's definitely not like, if someone is like really touchy and feely, I'm not like, oh, they love me. Like, this is my love language. I just love my back being tickled. It's honestly like cracked me. And then gifts, I don't, I, I'm not a very good gift giver. Like, I definitely, I'm not thoughtful with gifts either. I just really struggle. Like, I'm so jealous of people who are like really good, like a good gift givers. Cause I think it's like an amazing quality to have. But I'm just like, I mean, I, I like paying for things. Like I, I get like some sort of satisfaction out of that. Like I, I would love to like buy like the boys coffee and like maybe is that like a gift thing? Maybe that's also just like a power trip thing. Like, I just want to feel more powerful. <laughs> um, but like when it comes to gifts, like the reason I always get people just like holidays for their like presents is because like everyone loves a holiday. No one's going to like get a holiday and be like, oh, that's a shit present. Like they're obviously going to be over the moon with it. But it's also just not thoughtful at all. Like it's the most like insincere gift, <laughs> but I love it. Quality time. I think, I think that must be like my love language because like I am 
anytime I see a boy, it's so intense. It's not like so intense, but like we literally spend every waking like minute together. Like I'm, I'm so bad at personal space. Like I just want to be like, I'm like, why would I want to be on my own whenever I can be with this boy that I really, really like? And then I think I become codependent on them. And then we burn out quicker because we spend every single waking minute together. It's actually not very healthy, but I think that if someone like wants to spend all their time with me, like that's my love language. I'm like, okay, they love me. Words of affirmation, like I love you and constant encouragement, definitely not me. I do say like, I love you and stuff, but like, I'm not like, I'm not affirming is that word affirming I don't I don't feel like it's me anyway so this boy was like what's your love language and I was like shit I don't know no I'm, I'm reflecting on it a couple of days later I'm saying that it is quality time but then we went through these five love languages and he was every single one like well not he did every single one and I was like holy fuck I'm a fucking terrible person like he was like affectionate. He go, gives me gifts. He empties the dishwasher. Like he does acts of service. He spends quality time with me and he gives me words of affirmation. And I was like, okay, we get it. <laughs> Maybe I should step my game up a bit. Maybe me like being like, do you want to hang out? Isn't it like enough? Maybe that can't just like be my whole love language. It's just me being like, let's hang out. Let's sit on the sofa today and watch Kardashians. Like, do you want to make pasta tonight? <laughs> like that is literally like the only way that I show love that's not necessarily a bad thing okay I know I show love another way okay shut up <laughs> my heart is frozen <gasps> someone said a feminist attitude I think I've got a little bit of a story to tell you here about a feminist attitude oh <laughs> getting riled up honestly like I'm cracking my knuckles right now so I think everyone should be a feminist. Any boy I'm seeing should be a feminist because like what a fucking feminist is like just someone that believes that men and women are equal. That's it. Full stop, point blank, period. However, one time I saw a boy who was one of those, like, it was kind of like giving pick me, like wanted to be like feminist to the max. Oh, but he just wasn't. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting riled up. So we were once in a cab on a way to a gay club because I was meeting friends there and they were at the gay club. And we were talking, I don't know how it even got brought up. I think maybe I said like, oh, did you see, I don't even know. Maybe like there was a drag queen performance at the gay club or something. And this boy goes, I personally think as a feminist that drag queens are offensive to women. Like taking a feminist standpoint. And I was literally like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is the most like, not progressive conversation to have like as a feminist like why are you aiming your like energy towards something that's not even fucking true like I'm a girl and and no other girl I know like the conversation I was having with this boy was painful I was literally losing brain cells I was like no girl I know finds it offensive it's like uplifting to women like I love drag queens drag queens love women like it's just like I don't understand what this like conversation is and he was like yeah I think just because I was like raised as such a feminist like I just like have this opinion and I was like get the fuck out I kicked him out of the car I was like you are not coming out with me and like we I literally was like screaming crying being like get out of the car it was just like so infuriating that this boy had this like fucked up view and he was putting it all on feminism oh my god I'm like sweating I'm getting so angry can you imagine my frustration so I kicked him out of the taxi and then I think we broke up a week after that (laughs) so that was that that was like the only time I've genuinely been like get the fuck out it was kind of explosive but um 
yeah, that was my experience with the boy saying I'm a f- I'm an ultra feminist. Taking an ultra feminist standpoint when you're literally the fucking opposite. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting fuming. I just hate when boys use it to like their own agenda, like feminism. And it's just so the opposite. Anyway. Someone said they need to like cats. This is also, this is a very big green flag to me. Obviously, I have a cat, if you didn't know. Uh, I have a little filly boy. I feel like any boy I've seen since I got Phil always, like, comes in with the, like, attitude of, like, fuck cats. Like, dogs are so much better. And, like, I'm not saying that they aren't. Like, I love dogs. I think they're amazing for different things. Like, I would, I've always wanted to have a cat and dog. I think dogs are amazing for, like, I mean, they're just so fun because you can bring them out for walks. Like, they are a bit more like companiony like they they feel like more of a person just because they have more needs it's like a little literal fucking child like they have so many needs whereas like cats are very independent and like if you died they probably would eat your body do you know what I mean but like I just like cats are just really really nice to have in your house like they also get rid of all the flies <laughs> Phil like spends his days just like jumping around and like killing all the flies he's just like he's so nice to cuddle with he comes and spoons me every morning like I just think every horse should have a cat and I love cats so much and I love dogs but anyway yeah I usually like the boys usually come in with this like attitude of, like fat cats like they're so like evil and creepy and then every time they fall in love with Phil and it's just really heartwarming to me and it's a big green flag whenever someone gets on with my cat I mean, how could you not fall in love with my cat? He's absolutely beautiful. Like, if you just... I know if you met him, you'd fall in love with him. But it's just really cute because, like, there are all these boys being like, I don't even fucking like cats. And then, like, two weeks later, they're like, Philly boy, Philly boy. <laughs> and it makes me giggle. Okay, someone said, not addicted to weed. I personally have been with a lot of boys who smoke a lot of weed I feel like it's very very common I feel like it's a lot more common for boys maybe that's like is that different I just feel like every fucking boy is addicted to weed I personally like for some reason I don't even know if I've ever like talked about weed before I can't like my body rejects it I've only tried it in Amsterdam okay <laughs> when it was legal but it's just not for me I have a panic attack is this, is this bad to say like when I, whenever I went to Amsterdam like I would have loved to love it like I feel like that's the whole experience everyone goes to Amsterdam everyone smokes weed like it's like a like that is the only fucking reason you go to Amsterdam of course like the first day I go I'm like okay this is gonna be different like weed is gonna agree with me like this is gonna be amazing I have a fucking panic attack my throat starts closing over I start like nearly being sick I, do, I don't know what it, like some I genuinely like this is like a bold statement to make but I feel like I might be allergic to it like, it just does not agree with me whatsoever. Saying that, I so I I don't get involved, but, um, like, a lot of boys that I've seen have been addicted to it. And, like, I... I mean, it, it must not be that much of a red flag to me, considering that, like, I continue to, like, go out with them. I would probably actually rather they didn't do it. Because it's just a bit like, shit, like, what do I do? Like, I just have to fucking sit there while they do it. And it's just, like, sometimes I take offense to it. I'm, like... Do you, do you have to be high to be hanging out with me? Because, like, I'm perfectly sober and I'm having a good time. So, like, is this wrong? Like, maybe I should just go, like, get fucking paralytic. Like, what is this? Like, I literally had a boy that would, like, sit at my window, like, beside my bed and sit and smoke a full joint. And I'd just be sitting there like, yoo <laughs> like, 
remember me i i guess it's not because like they needed to enjoy their time hanging out with me well i'll tell tell myself that anyway it's probably just because they're genuinely addicted everyone's like oh you can't get addicted to weed i have literally seen boys addicted to weed my entire life like they'll be like no i just choose not to stop because it's actually not like damaging at all well yes it is fucking damaging i honestly like Oh, I, I feel like kind of weird about weed because I've just seen it so much in my life and I've seen so many people close to me like addicted to it. And I just think it does like it does affect you. Like it does affect your life. And like I can't really speak here because I vape. <laughs> I've said before, I'm I kind of like a fucking a 12 year old. I'm addicted to geek bars. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop. I actually am. <laughs> Because it's, it's it's humiliating, like me walking around a fucking 20-year-old girl sucking on a little colorful USB, like, grow up. Um, but, uh, like, people close to me were like, no, it's not even bad for you. And I'm like, I've literally, like, you'll be smoking, like, f- four joints a day. And each one is packed with tobacco as well. So, like, that tobacco is going to make your lungs black. Like, none of it is good. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't think it's good. But also, maybe I'm just bitter because it doesn't agree with me. And I honestly think that is the reason I'm bitter about it. I mean, I think it's, like, very dangerous. And it is, like, very much a gateway drug. Like, I do agree with that. Like, I've, I've seen it firsthand. But I guess it is nice. And it's kind of a social thing. Like, I honestly, I don't think it's any different to, like, alcohol. Like, I think alcohol is just as dangerous, just as dangerous to people, just as much of a gateway. Like, I, I don't understand why alcohol is legal and it's not, weed's not. I mean, it is weed is legal in, like, loads of places now, but I just think, I think it would be a nice, like, alternative to instead of, like, going out and getting drunk with your friends, it'd be nice to do that with your friends instead. But it wouldn't be nice for me because I would have to call a fucking ambulance. <laughs> like, I just throw up every time I try. I don't know what is wrong with me. But honestly, like, I, I don't think I'm missing out on much. Like, I, 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 I love having, I love drinking instead. But then I'm also like, it'd be so nice because you don't get a hangover. Do you get a hangover? I don't think you do. And like, I have to fucking pay the consequences whenever I want to have a good time and get drunk. So yeah, like coming back to the question, I don't think it's like a red flag if they smoke weed because like it's kind of fucking hard to find anyone who doesn't these days. But it's just a bit annoying sometimes. I'm like, why can't you just like... sit and hang out with me like especially because I'm I'm not smoking it's different like, if, if a boy was like smoking and I, so was I then it's like we're kind of doing it together sometimes I'm like can you not just like chill out with me sober like what like why does one of us have to be fucking high to enjoy this but also I'm just bitter because I can't so Okay, I'm gonna go now because I need to actually get packed. I'm a bit hungover and traveling hungover is not the one, but yeah, I need to go home. I'm really excited to see my family and give them big hugs. And if you're listening to this, go give your mum and dad a big hug because mum and dads are actually getting old and it's actually really scary. I will fucking sit and cry at night because I think about my mum and dad getting old and like I just never want anything to happen to them. So yeah, I'm gonna go home and give them a big hug. Go give your mum and dad a big hug. And yeah, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I'll see you next week. Love you. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.